This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about all the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is the sound that I made walking one block to the Dunkin' Donuts in my neighborhood. I was like walking across the street to the Dunkin' Donuts just like thrilled. This is not a Dunkin' Donuts ad and Dunkin' Donuts is my shtick, not yours. So I really don't appreciate this like newfound like Dunkin' Donuts thing that you're doing. When we talked about this off mic earlier, you were really into it. And I you am, but I don't... it's great to live next to a Dunkin' and you were jealous that I live closer to a Dunkin' of than you Of course I am. Of course I am. I live five blocks from a Dunkin', which if, as any person who loves Dunkin' knows is way too far to go get Dunkin' every day. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's weird. Like I rewatched the Anywhere video and it's weird to me that she doesn't, while she's making her way around New York City, she never does a little dance in front of a Dunkin', which is weird and inauthentic, I think. If I ever did a music video, it would just be me going to different Dunkin' Donuts in New York City. Also, we didn't, this is the end of the show, but Rita admitted that that part of the song that you're so obsessed with where there's no words or actually mm-hmm. speaking, it's just garbled mashup. She doesn't know what the words are either. How does she not know that whenever you play it in reverse, it just says, catch me at a Duncan? <laughs> it's a Duncan ad? Mm-hmm. If Rita's new single was also a Duncan ad, I would. it would be the best song that's ever existed. Okay, enough about this. This is not good. I'm. Uh, you're the one who started fault. on a boring the this most is so bad oh my god it's so bad we're gonna promote our boston show Lindsay, when's our boston show well actually it's funny because speaking of duncan it's almost like you did this for boston speaking of duncan donuts come see us in boston this weekend right yeah it's this weekend veterans day perfect for your boston show we're playing the middle east an iconic venue in cambridge where i used to go see such bands as Dashboard Confessional. It's on 11-11, which is very lucky for you and for us. <laughs> it's going to be a, a good show, if not a weird show, because there'll be family members of mine lurking. People can meet Lindsay's parents. Oh, my no, God. No, you can't meet them. You'll never meet them. Just listen for the woman who's screaming about RX bars, and that'll be Lindsay's mom. She's going to use her fame already in bad ways, I can tell. It's, it's going to go to her head. Okay, let's start the episode. You will drive it. Yeah. So we're going to start with the Kevin Can Wait update. Who knew that this would still be happening? I didn't. I wouldn't call this update, but, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't include this. The You have to understand these updates don't include like what's happening on the show or literally anything about its production or ratings or anything. It's literally about this one issue that we have with it that keeps on getting dragged out because people keep asking them questions about it, um, which is amazing. So this week's Kevin Can Wait update, um, James Kevin James claims to Yahoo Entertainment that he and Leah Remini's characters are not planning to get romantic on the show, to which I call the biggest bullshit ever. I still agree with our theory that they're going to get together by the end of this season. A hundred percent. Or at least like a hint, a kiss, you know, a hint. Mm -hmm. But do you think that they had plans to get them together and then this whole drama happened and people like us paid attention and then they were like, "Uh, I guess we'll just like keep them in the friend zone. No, I don't think they're in any way affected by like viewer response or like media response. They're going to do what they're going to do. And what they're going to do is get together. (laughs) 
I they're think definitely this gonna is get bullshit. together. They're definitely gonna get together. Um, mm-hmm. but th- but these but these um statements are pr- uh, pressured by the audience response. Mm-hmm. But then listen, he says, I like that I can be like a wingman for her. We can go out as buddies. And then the Yahoo writer says, still, the comedian tries to leave a little wiggle room for the Kevin Vanessa shippers. You never know, he says. It's like you just what? negated everything you just said about this. Also, the wiggle room for the Kevin Vanessa shippers. Like, what boat is that on? Like, <laughs> that is a shitty boat to be on. You're a Kevin Vanessa shipper. <laughs> God. Imagine. It's like the boat. <laughs> Imagine, like, who's on the boat outside the Titanic? What boat is this? I was is this just one of the boats? thinking, I was just thinking it's one of those rowboats that is outside the Titanic with, like, Cal on it, like, slowly, <laughs> like, paddling its way after, like, pushing all these women and children overboard, like, towards the Eif- Eiffel Tower. Oh, my God. The Statue of Liberty. <laughs> I was going to say, is it the boat that, like, goes back and then gets completely swamped by other people trying to survive on the boat and then the boat ends up sinking is that the boat no definitely not it's this is or, like an no, evil I boat i think it's just a boat with like molly brown and all of her like mean old lady friends and they're like they take up too much back. space they're, we're not they going just, back like, <laughs> we're the kevin molly's Vanessa like shippers. come on <laughs> molly brown's like come on we gotta go save them and everyone's like Mm-mm. <laughs> well they know that we have to get back to america we have to get back to cbs <laughs> like kevin can wait is on the dvr like absolutely not <laughs> um <laughs> Kevin and Vanessa are getting back together and we need to get back to see it. <laughs> We're going to wait right here for the Lusitania. Absolutely their, not. Their ancestors became the creators of Kevin Can Wait. You know, you didn't know that, but that's really the, mm-hmm. that was the epilogue. Wow, this is unbelievably bad. Oh, wait, it wasn't the Lusitania that picked them up. It was the Carpathia. Okay, honestly, what that's up? what you're getting. That's what you're getting stuck on. Those facts. I just feel like the Lusitania is sort of a them and the Carpathia is sort of a who. In terms of ships? In terms of ships. And I think... I think, think, think the Carpathia is the one that picked up the survivors. Yeah. This is something you she could rescued easily 700. Google. She's a who. Carpathia is a who. Um, should be a them. Lusitania is definitely a them because it's the one that got sank in World War One when everyone like had agreed that they wouldn't like be fucking up passenger ships. In terms of ships, like Titanic's a them and like the Mayflower's a them, but the rest are all who's, mm-hmm. right? Like every other ship. <laughs> What are there any other them ships? The Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria, I think, are all them. Are they? Honestly, I don't know. I feel like compared to the Mayflower, it's like, mm, mm. Should I Google most famous ships? Like the love boat, is it? <laughs> Can you think of the love boats of them? Is that a real ship? I guess so. The carnival. Oh, no also idea. the ship, the Carnival Cruise Line ship, where people shot themselves. <laughs> poop cruise. Poop cruise. Poop cruise, poop cruise is, is definitely. Poop cruise is a themy ship. That's a them ship. Actually, that's like a hooey ship. If like there's poop on your cruise. The Andrea Doria, a them ship. The QE2, iconic parent trap ship, right? The QE2. Mm, I don't know. What about um, the ship that was um, the star of Speed Two Cruise Control? That's a who, right? I don't know the name of that ship, but I I think that's definitely a them. Okay. Ship. The one that Willem Dafoe wanted to, like, blow up Right, or obviously, yes. Obviously, it's that ship, I mean. <laughs> I think. So, wait, what's our what's our list of demi-ships? The Titanic. Um, the, the Lusitania. The Lusitania. The Mayflower. The Mayflower. The Nina, the Pinta, the Santa Maria. I kind of dissent on that one, but but it's okay. We'll agree the to QE, The QE2, I say. The ship from Speed 2 Cruise Control. The poop ship. <laughs> no, the, the poop cruise. No, the poop cruise is a who. <laughs> So that's it? With not many famous ships. I guess that's it. Oh, wait. Does Captain Phillips' ship get a... Is he a them? That ship? That ship or ship? That ship's a them, but I could not tell you what it's called. (laughs) 
the cargo ship. The cargo ship uh, on which uh, a pirate became the captain now. And then what else? It's the I'm the captain now boat. Um, Oh, you know what? What? You know what else? Another iconic Tom Hanks ship. The ship that saved him in Castaway, but, even like, though it's fictional. What's that ship called? It's another cargo ship. Okay, cool. So iconic them ship, the one that saved I Tom Hanks in Castaway. I hate this. These are just like ships. The Mayflower's already on there. Is that Josh suggesting the Mayflower? <laughs> Josh just screamed the Mayflower. Thank you, Josh. Josh, give me one other iconic history he walked, ship. He walked by like rolling his eyes at this conversation. Well, and was he like, heard Jesus I'm the captain Christ. now. And, and now he's like, the Mayflower's are there. <laughs> he heard I'm the captain now and is like, stop. He would say the. Pr- wow, now he's dragging our listeners. <laughs> I would say the Prince of Wales, but people probably don't know that one. Then it's definitely a who. Yeah, I was going to say, what even is that ship? I don't know it. Oh, it's something involved. Josh, that is the Churchill. most boring ship ever. That's Lindsay definitely... says that's the most boring ship ever. Oh, Churchill wrote it. Like, wow, it's a ship. It helped win the war. It helped win the war. Get out of here. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, helped win... <laughs> it helped win the war. Get out of here. What Josh, else that's is on always this? Josh's excuse. He's like, uh, yeah, well, it helped win the war. I'm like, I don't know that to be true. You can't prove that. Um, <laughs> I think he can't prove it. I think if anything has receipts, it's like World War II. <laughs> this is getting so boring. If you guys want to hear like a history podcast, there's thousands of them. Okay. But what I need to tell you is 25 things about Jesse James Decker. <laughs> Number 22 is truly iconic. It is... I drink water out of a massive mason jug jar with sliced lemon to make hydration seem more appealing. Have you ever read something so legendary? She drinks water out of a mason jar with lemon. The ones following it are also great. Number 24, driving on cliffs with no barriers makes me cry. (laughs) Oh, wait. Oh, my God. (laughs) Drama. Also, that's scary. Last time I was on top of a cliff in Malibu on the way to a video shoot, I cried hysterically. <laughs> All right. That seems like a weird and then there's, fun fact. And then there's, I base my schedule in life around meals and food. I get very angry when I'm hungry and there isn't time for lunch. I shut down. Okay. These are just weird. Imagine Jesse James Decker, like, hungry on a cliff with no food and her water doesn't have lemon. <laughs> like, yeah, she's losing her mind on these cliffs. Um, also, James Franco has a new girlfriend who's a USC student whose name is Isabel. That's it. Okay. Great um, P- Us Weekly story <laughs> because <laughs> the... What? <laughs> Are you still reading the 25 things? I was grounded all the time for failing math. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. I've moved on. I'm obsessed with Spanish culture. I've moved on. Okay. I've moved on from the 25 things. I got kicked out of choir when I was in eighth grade. Why is this so funny to you? I don't know. Okay. She's so boring. Okay. The best part about the James Franco Us Magazine dot com reveal slash just like exclusive. He has a girlfriend who's a college student is the entire article is basically like, but he's not gay, I guess. Whatever. Like Us Weekly can't get over the fact that he's not gay. So they don't know anything about her. So they're just like, he has a girlfriend. They held hands. But like, also, he's not gay. Dedicate 800 words to it. Yeah, but that's that's James Franco's fault. James Franco loves that, and he talks about it all the time. It's he so loves true. being like ambiguously straight. It's true, you know. But he's he loves the hint that like, ooh, I might be gay, but he absolutely is not. I think he's like fully straight. What is that, Kinsey one? Kinsey one straight. He's Kinsey one. But his maybe his like artistic perso- persona 
is Kinsey. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the scale. I don't know the Kinsey scale. He likes titillating people with the like, possibility that he might be gay. And it's so rude. And the way his statement's on it. I'm a little gay. There's a little gay James. It's like, shut up. Where do you think Sean Mendez is on the Kinsey scale? <laughs> no comment. Where do you think Sean Mendez is on the on the Kinsey scale? Because I think he's wherever he wants to be. Oh, the, the Stitches singer twenty is wherever he wants to be on the Kinsey scale. <laughs> he and Haley Baldwin are dating. No, so Us Weekly is reporting that he and Haley Baldwin literally held hands at something, so they're dating. These are two mm-hmm. of like the whoiest people. <laughs> like not in terms of their actions, in terms of doing shameless things. Just I don't know them. Like they are perfect for each other. Of course, Haley Baldwin is Stephen Baldwin's daughter. Yes, not slash- Alec. Not Alex. Not Alex. That's Ireland basing her Baldwin. And he, she's also the host of Drop the Mic. <laughs> How can you not know who she is? Come on. Literally, no one knows who she is. She dated other people. She dated Justin Bieber for a hot minute. And now she's dating Sean Mendes, who you might know from the app Vine when he was like 12. And then like a bunch of songs on the radio. So I thought she was like 40 and I thought he was 12, but turns out they're both 20, <laughs> which is amazing. I did. I did think she was 30 years old. I thought she was 30. Right. And you thought he was still a teenager. No, I thought he had just been born. Okay. So he's a newborn. She's 30. Just kidding. They're both 20. That's kind of nice. They meet in the middle, you know? <laughs> and they're holding hands now. That's cute. They're holding hands. Which definitely means they're in love and married. Speaking of in love and married, we have to move on. <laughs> Personally, I was a little surprised to find out that Shawn Mendes and Haley Baldwin hung out. So to hear they might be dating definitely shocked me a little bit. Alright, so for those of you who think I'm crazy linking these two together, let me present some evidence. Exhibit A. Fans caught Shawn Mendes and Haley Baldwin out on a romantic dinner date together, and although the photo appears that someone else is at the table, they're still sitting side by side. And then Exhibit B. Shawn and Haley both tweeted the exact same thing at the exact same time, which was this. Cray tweet, and they both used a capital Y. Did you know that the blonde salad blogger is pregnant? Kiara Faragni? Yes, of course I knew that. <laughs> what is, what's happening here? What's happening here? My favorite sentence from this iconic Us Weekly article is in the third paragraph, and it says, In the photo, the 30-year-old ex-law student and her rapper fiancé, Fedez, cuddle in a hotel bed. <laughs> so she's a 30-year-old ex-law student and former blonde salad blogger. Right? Does she still do that? Yeah. She's on the number one spot on Forbes' top influencers list in the fashion category. Mm. What does that mean? She's from the She lawn. runs the website theblondesalad.com. The Blonde Salad. That sounds disgusting. So she's an Italian fashion blogger who has a site called The Blonde Salad. In Italian, mm-hmm. is a blonde salad a thing? I don't know. We'll never know. I will never do that research. I am refuse to Google, but this is a great article about... Um, and an influencer being pregnant that Us Weekly picked up from God knows where. The girl at the center of it all is not a model, an actress, or even a traditional celebrity. 27-year-old Chiara Ferragni is a brand and a lucrative one. Did you know that there is literally a Lifetime movie called The Lost Wife of Robert Durst (laughs) starring Catherine McPhee? Because I didn't until I saw her promoing it and was like, who is the lost wife of Robert Durst? How do you not know? I I don't know her. She got lost. 
Her name is Kathy. Catherine McPhee. <laughs> She's his forgotten lost wife. So this is just like a spinoff of The Jinx, but like Lifetime style. Mm-hmm. Starring Catherine mm-hmm. McPhee as the wife who got lost. I don't understand whether, I don't know whether she got lost or she's like, he killed her. She disappeared. No one knows what happened to Kathy. I guess no one happened, no one knows what happened to Kathy. Her name is literally Kathy. Every story about Robert Durst is like. <laughs> it's horrendous. Like, well, it's, it's horrendous, but it's also like, uh, young and wide-eyed Kathy, Catherine McPhee, Scorpion, falls in love with charming yet quirky real estate scion Robert Durst. Daniel Gillies, the originals, only to find their marriage turning turning stranger, darker, and more disturbing as time passes. Calling him quirky but is it's like, is truly giving. <laughs> it's deranged. But like every photo, every photo from the set of this movie is like Robert Durst looking horrifying, and then Catherine McPhee like looking at him nervously. <laughs> I know. It's really good. Also, I just love that she's the star, not him. Because this is Lifetime, and the women are the stars. If you're going to hire an actress to play someone who's been forgotten, who better than Catherine McPhee? <laughs> oh my god, that is so... I mean, she's not forgotten by her biggest fan, that guy. Shout out to the hooligan whose boyfriend almost killed Catherine McPhee accidentally. Um, um Shout out to the guy, too. Thank god that you didn't kill her, or else we wouldn't have been able to see The Lost Wife of Robert Durst on Lifetime last night at 8, 7 central. I think she's you watch thankful, it? too. No, I didn't watch it. I, I Maybe I'll watch it. I watched the promo, and honestly, it was so much. It was, like, just enough for me. You know, sometimes that little taste. I gotta save my Lifetime viewing allotment for, you know, other Lifetime events. I mean, there's, like, 400 Christmas movies to watch. One of, the, one of their social pieces from last night. It just it's just a six second clip from the forgotten wife of the lost wife of Robert Durst. Mm-hmm. And the copy says she tried to get out, but it wasn't that easy. Oh, Hashtag the lost wife of Robert Durst Perfect. at Catherine McPhee. And this is what he's screaming. Give me the divorce. Give me the divorce. Wait, that's it? Give me the divorce. Wait, that's that's the clip? Give me the divorce. Give me the divorce. Just give me the divorce. Just give me the divorce. Just give me the divorce. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, boy. Remember when Robert Durst, like, was on the lam and then walked into a grocery store and stole a sandwich? And then they were like, we gotcha. And he's like, oh. Do you remember that? I'm sorry. Oh, these are terrible. He killed her. These are terrible. The copy of that, this is, when the realization hits you hard. God. (laughs) Some detective saying he killed her. I love when, like, meme culture trickles down to, like, lifetime tv and movie promo and they're doing like a 14 year old trend you changed you never used to talk to me like that you changed you never used to talk to me like that and their copy is one of the many red flags and then an emoji of a red flag it's like that feeling when your parents find out you didn't do your homework can we move on from this unless you're actually gonna watch it i'm gonna have to watch it i guess maybe 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 not probably not give me the divorce give me the divorce Give me the divorce! Give me the divorce! Do we want to talk about KJ Apa? Not really. I don't think we need to. We do need to talk about this cover, this cover story of Interview Magazine that is Ezra Miller, in, Ezra Miller interviewed by Erica Badu. Because at first I was kind of like, why? You know, I was like, why is this the matchup? And then I read most of it and I was like, oh, this is one of the best pairings I've ever seen. <laughs> Um, and I read your favorite part. I screenshotted um, an exchange that truly captures the dynamic between these two 
um, free spirits, I could call them. You could call them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here, why don't I read Miller and you read Badu? Okay. I'm Ezra okay. Miller and, and Bobby will be the part of Erica Badu. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel wonderfully insignificant. I feel like one of those little bugs that hops across the water in this rain. I love the humility. We're in an industry that thrives on power and enthusiasm and outgoingness. How do you find the silence underneath it all? And scene. And scene. Wow. That's beautiful and perfect. Will you can we do this one? Can we do this one? Sure. Where where do I where put it in there? The the moment right before that? Oh. I'll be Badu. You be Miller. This water that's falling on my legs reminds me of the beauty of healing and how the flash. Oh, my God. Is that the show he's in? Oh, my God. Oh, hold on. And how the flash will sometimes slow down the frequency of his molecules in order to pass through a solid structure. It feels good. Good. Give me four more. Delicious. Rapturous. Delicious. Rapturous. Engaged. Engaged. <laughs> what are they talking about? <laughs> And then he le- and then he leads into insignificant, and she's oh, like, "Oh, yeah, I fucking yeah. love you." This is a perfect interview. Um, I I mean, Interview Magazine really cracked the code when they got crazy people to interview crazy people for them. <laughs> you don't have to do any of the work. You've got Miller talking about hugging. You've got Erica Badu talking about ancient Egypt. It's beautiful, and they're like <laughs> on the same timeline, but also on totally different timelines. You know, <laughs> I just can't believe he said. He mentioned the flat. He's like, that's how the flash will slow down the frequency of molecules. It's like, wow, you are really like method acting. You're really taking mm-hmm. it to extremes. Let's do the end. Let's do the end. This is the end. This is the kicker. Okay. The end. Oh, wow. Here we go. <laughs> Ezra Miller. Don't forget. I'm Ezra Miller. I'm Erica Badu. We're all parts of a bigger tree, ultimately. You're divine. I rarely come upon someone who speaks the same language as me. It may sound like a bunch of bullshit to everybody else. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure. But perhaps they'll suspend disbelief for a moment to read the conversation of two people who could be described as slightly strange. We're just picking up what the universe is putting down. Oh my god, they just dragged us. Did you notice that? (laughs) Yeah, they called us normal. (laughs) I guess, like, if I'm normal compared to Erica Badu and Ezra Miller, I'm okay with being normal. Like, that's fine, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just not picking up what the universe is putting down. Just kidding. I pick it up every day. All I do in life is pick up what the universe puts down. Literally That's all it. day. So how dare you accuse me of not suspending disbelief for a moment to read the conversation of two people who could be described as slightly strange. I'm literally reading mm-hmm. your conversation and I'm loving it. All right. Let's move on. Do we want to talk about – do we want to talk about – um? Ariana Bellamar, or do we want to talk about Joe Alwyn, or do we want to talk about Henry Cavill? <sighs> well, the only Henry Cavill thing that was funny was – the Times did a profile of him. Did you see when he was like shopping with them, which was mm-hmm. a fun premise? Mm-hmm. And the deck premise, yeah. is like amazing. It just says Henry Cavill, who is flirting with A list stardom, pops into Savile Row without his cape. I just thought that was funny. Flirting with A list stardom. Do you think he's flirting with A list stardom? I mean, he hasn't flirted with A list stardom since he dated Kaylee Cuoco. Ooh. <laughs> ah, ah, <drag>. Okay. Um,. <laughs> Did you know that Lauren Jaregi, is that, I can't pronounce that for the life of me still to this day. She is dating Ty Dolla Sign. Did you know that? Um, I did know that actually, yes. Oh, I didn't. I was inspired by this news to write a game for Bobby. Um, I don't have a name for it. I was going to call it five things 
you have to know five things to know about Fifth Harmony, just inspired by. Mm -hmm. um, But basically, this game is based off. Aren't there only four things to know about Mm, Fifth Harmony? Well, listen. (laughs) So this game is inspired by the fact that Bobby has decided to stand for Fifth Harmony. I don't know if anyone knows that. But recently, Bobby has decided to stand for Fifth Harmony. Confirm or deny? Mm -hmm. Confirm. I recently listened to all of their albums for the first time. Like in full. And I was like, wow, damn, these are good. (laughs) These are good. What can I say? These are good. But the problem with this um, just deciding to stand is that I don't think Bobby actually knows anything about any of the members of Fifth Harmony. No. Why do you need to? I just think their music is amazing. If you're going to stand for them, you better start knowing them. So this is a quiz for you to learn. And basically, I'm going to... Put that on a cross stitch. If you're going to stand for them, you better start knowing them. First of all... This is a quiz. I'm going to give you a fact, and you're going to have to tell me which Fifth Harmony member it's about. And I'm including Camila Cabello, who is not in Fifth Harmony anymore, because you are listening to all of the entirety of Fifth Harmony's work, and she counts. Okay. Okay? So can you name, first of all, can you name the five members of Fifth Harmony? Because you're going to have to for so this quiz. So it's Camilla, it's Lauren, it's, uh, who's the one who fell? Normani. Normani. Um, God, Camilla, oh, you're, Normani. You're already really bad at this uh, game. I really, I have no idea what the other names are. There's Allie, Brooke, Normani, Corday, Lauren, Dinah Jane, and Camila Cabello. These, so I'm going to give you facts. You're going to tell me which Fifth Harmony member it's about, okay? She's not in Fifth Harmony anymore. Camilla. Correct. She was included on Time Magazine's The 25 Most Influential Teens of 2016. These are teens? They're teens? 2016. Mm, Lauren. No, that's also Camilla. (laughs) Her real name is Carla. Is it Camilla? Yes. God damn it. She was included on the Orange County Register's Most Influential List in 2016. If these are all Camilla, I'm going to... No. Okay, so this is this is Lauren. No, this is uh, uh, Dina. Or Dina, Dina, yes. Dina was included on the Orange County Register's <laughs> most influential in 2016. Are these the most influential residents of Orange County or just like yes. worldwide influential people? Most influential residents of Orange County. <laughs> okay, she placed third on Dancing with the Stars along with her partner, Val. Oh, uh, uh, Normani. Yes, that's correct. I knew that, yeah. This is going to get hard. All right. I didn't say this was going to be easy. They are commonly shipped by harmonizers. Normani and Camilla. No, Normani and Lauren. No, it's Lauren and Camilla who go by the shipper name Cameron. Cameron. Get it? Lauren and Camilla. Okay. That, you got that wrong. She has shipper, ne- <laughs> names should, shipper names should not, be, should not sound like regular names. Cameron. Cameron. It's not Cameron. Cameron. It should be Lorilla. Okay. She has never been camping. <laughs> uh normani no that's Allie. she once dated austin mahone camilla yes that's correct okay she once tweeted this so happy to be at the at nbc this is us premiere tonight thank you so much for having me the kindest most breathtaking souls and talent lauren no it was Allie. she literally also has so many selfies with um what's her face from this is us chrissy Metz. it's so strange She's known as the lovable one. Oh, then it's Allie. If she, she must be known as the lovable one. No, that's Dina. <laughs> she came out in a as bisexual in an open letter to, to President-elect Donald Trump's voters. 
Lauren. She received a citation for possession of marijuana after she was stopped <laughs> Lauren, at a Lauren, TSA Lauren, checkpoint in Lauren. Dallas Airport. She once said psych- she once said psychiatry was a wasn't a real profession and then apologized. <laughs> uh, Normani. No, that's Lauren. <laughs> and then apologized. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read. An, uh, oh no, they didn't comment, Jesus. and you're gonna have to tell me who it's about. Okay. Releasing solo music to what fan base? That label better not expect a big return on its solo investment. <laughs> Camilla. No, that's about Allie. <laughs> Her aunt tweeted this. I always knew Taylor Swift was a snake trying to break up my girls and use Camila Cabello as her protege. Bitch, bye. You've been exposed. God, I remember this and I don't remember whose aunt. Like, was it Lauren's aunt? No, it was Dina's aunt. (laughs) You didn't do well, but don't worry. I have a speed round. Okay? This is still going on? I'm going to play you a clip and you're going to have to tell me who's singing. Ready? (gasps) Oh, my God. I'm just sorry if you... Bobby, if go. you decide to stand, just know that these this is coming. You're going to have to take okay, the quiz. Okay, go. Okay, who's singing this? Allie. Allie. Bobby, think about it. Who's, whose voice is that? Camilla? Yes. <laughs> That's Camilla. That's the easiest one. Okay, who's singing this? Lauren. No, that's Dina. Wow, you're bad at this. Who's singing this? Oh, Camilla. No, that's Allie. Oh. And who's singing this? Uh, it's... It's it's Normani. That's correct! <laughs> Wow. I'm just like trying to picture the video and I could I could actually yeah. Um that's correct. You did really badly at your stand mm-hmm, quiz. Mm-hmm. Um we should Thank call God. this the stand quiz because anytime anyone decides to stand the other person has to make them a quiz so they actually have Oh wait, to that's work. a that's a really good that's a really good game, the stand um, quiz. So this was the stand quiz. Bobby failed. He is not ready to stand for fifth harmony. He needs to work on his best. As though you are also full disclosure Lindsay texted me a couple days ago and was like, oops, I like Fifth Harmony now. Like, I was damn. in a play and they were playing the song before the play and I shazam the song and oops, it was Fifth Harmony. And <laughs> so then I decided to stand. But I'm not a full stand yet. That's why I made this quiz. Bobby also needs to work on his standum. 727 is a great album. Everyone should listen to it. Okay. It's great. I think this game is over. But wow, what a great game Thank that God. you definitely failed. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? We already talked about this, but she has no idea what the lyrics to the Anywhere Chorus are. Also, like, I feel like with that um, answer also, so thank you so much for asking her that, you know? Don't you mm-hmm. think it's amazing we're at the point where Rita's getting asked about specifics in songs? She was barely mm-hmm. getting asked about songs before. <laughs> Yeah, I know. She's really moving on up. Rita Ora dressed as Barbie, I guess, for Halloween. We missed that completely, but she dressed as Barbie. Sexy Barbie. Sexy Barbie. Well, isn't like Barbie sexy always? 
Oh, there's like working Barbie or whatever. Aren't Barbie's measurements like, you know, huge boobs, little waist? Like she's always like sexualized. I don't know okay. what Barbie's measurements are, Lindsay. <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> she also flaunted her ample cleavage and hourglass curves in a semi-sheer black bra while starring in a sizzling new Tizenis lingerie campaign. Good for her for still doing Tizenis. Well, I keep getting texts from people who are like abroad and doing stuff in Europe being like, Rita Ora is everywhere and so is that brand Tizenis. So I think it's truly a case of the doesn't exist in America but is everywhere else. Mm-hmm. What else is going on? Oh, her tickets for, Rita... tickets for her Rita's going on tour, tour are on sale, but UK only. Is she headlining her own tours? That's rude. That's rude. What What do you mean? She's headlining. She's headlining. Really? Does she have enough songs for an hour show or whatever? She has so many songs that are unreleased. You can go see her in Glasgow, Leeds, Newcastle, Manchester, Birmingham, Brixton, Bristol. Wow. All the places. I would fly to England for that. No, you wouldn't. You 100% wouldn't. And that's such a lie. You know what? You know what I might do next year? I might go to fucking the fucking UK to see Rita Ora just to spite you. You're not going to do that. You're not doing that. I'll do it. You're not doing that. If I get a good cheap flight overseas, yeah, hell yeah. You're, you literally are not. Do- okay, do it. Fine. Is this supposed to be me like encouraging you? Is this supposed to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. do it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Do it. I'm going to do it. Why don't you get on a fucking boat there? Why don't you get a shipper? Why don't you... <laughs> Why don't you take the Titanic over there and see Rita Ora perform in concert? Thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's for providing the theme song for Rita. Thank you to everyone for coming to our tour. It's almost over. Um, Thank you to people who are about to buy tickets for our Boston show because it's going to be amazing. Thank you to Lindsay's parents for letting us stay there over the weekend. Thank you to Duncan for opening up so many locations across New York City so that it's it's easy for me to just walk one block. And thank you to Fifth Harmony for providing so many facts about yourselves on the internet <laughs> to make up a really great scam quiz. Oh, and thank you to Lindsay for coming up with a good new game. Oh my God, you're welcome. This was Lindsay. a great thank you. What a thank you list. It's almost like you wrote it, but I could tell you were just thinking of them. It was just off the cuff. So I think that's it. Yeah, um, this has been quite the episode. Um, uh, thanks for tuning in and we'll see you on Thursday. Bye. Bye. See ya. Bye. You will say that. They want to know. Hey. Mia. Hey. Mia. Hey. How much of this same? This is getting so boring. If you guys want to hear like a history podcast, there's thousands of them. Okay. But what I need to tell you is 25 things about Jesse James Decker. <laughs> that was a headgum podcast. <laughs>